Hello, 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 and welcome back to a very special episode of the Aaron Wrights podcast. Today, I have another YouTube episode that I repurposed for the podcast so that you could listen to it here without having to watch the full video. So strap in, relax, sit back, enjoy. We don't have any exercises today. I just wanted to stop and talk to you about the goddess Hathor. And so if you don't know who the Egyptian goddess Hathor is, then please keep on listening. Greetings and salutations, goddess. Welcome back to my channel, the only place for you to unleash your inner goddess. Today's episode, I have a very special Mother's Day episode. So first, let me say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers watching, all the grandmothers watching, all the aunties, all the sisters, all the women. Happy Mother's Day. It's Taurus season. It's the Chinese year of the ox. Why not talk about Hathor on Mother's Day on the Goddess channel? Meh. First, first goddess lesson. Might as well start off with a bang and have it really make sense for the season that we're in. Before we start talking about Hathor, because I want to give her the most attention, I just want to tell you about what the Year of the Ox means. This is from the Wikipedia page, the Year of the Ox. The Great Race. According to some old mythological traditions, there was a race held by a great deity to determine which creatures in which order would be the namesakes of the 12-year cycle for the Chinese zodiac. The race was run and swum, the finishing line being across the Great River. The rat and the ox crossed easily enough, the ox due to being large, powerful, and adept both on land and in water, and the rat had asked the good-natured ox for a ride on its back, but then ungratefully jumped off at the last minute to cross the line and finish first. So the ox is a very powerful, very selfless being. As far as bull slash oxen symbolism goes, it is really rich throughout many, 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 many cultures. I was so impressed when I looked up the bull symbolism and found pages and pages and pages. So my source was worldbirds.com. I will link all of these down in the description for you. <clears throat> this is the bull symbolism and meaning. So due to its impressive presence and masculinity, the bull has been an essential idol for many ancient cultures. The bull symbolism is linked to the fighting ability and male fertility ever since prehistoric times. It also symbolizes a necessary sign of abundance. <clears throat> so the bull meaning is deeply related to solar energies, determination, strength, and of course, virility. Bull symbols have been depicted since prehistoric times and can be found in ancient art, literature, astronomy, and astrology. As an animal symbolizing strength, the bull became the sub subject of many ancient religions being worshipped throughout the world. Both solar and lunar signs, the bull has given its name to one of the oldest constellations, the Taurus. Bull astrology is linked to the agriculture calendar, signifying spring, a season of rebirth. Seen as a symbol of wealth and abundance, the bull was often sacrificed during 
ancient rituals, people hoping to secure the gods' goodwill. The bull also stands as a symbol of stubbornness, ferocity, tyranny, brutality. And when it comes to bull taming, the meaning is that with determination, one can overpower the primordial forces. Also significant is the bullhead symbol. Associated with the sun and God's power, the bullhorn symbolizes solar energies and life. The bullhorn's meaning is correlated to the sunbow. And so there's a whole bunch of history as far as Native American symbolism, Eastern symbolism, so on and so forth, African symbolism, Celtic symbolism. So you will find a lot if you look up bull and ox meanings. So now that we know the bull is a symbol of strength and abundance and virility, we're going to talk about Taurus season. And here's what you need to know. And I got this off of shape.com. Article was written by Mar Marisa, Marissa Brown. I'll link all of these down below. So starting on April 20th and ending on May 20th, the sun makes its reg regular scheduled visit to the second sign of the zodiac, which is Taurus. It's the second sign of the zodiac in our culture. The first would be Aries. So throughout the Taurus season, no matter what sign you are born under, you'll have a feeling of slowing down and soaking up the beauty of springtime, steadily making your way through realistic goals instead of focusing on unrealistic goals, um, in contrast to Aries season, which is full of just like go, 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 go energy. <clears throat> so for the next few weeks, you may notice a shift in your energy and your approach at life because you've been going and going and going and now it's time to just slow down and enjoy life and get things done in a way that you feel comfortable with. And this shape article is very in-depth. So I'm just going to go over her bullet points, and then if you're interested in reading the full thing, then you can go to the link in the description box. For Taurus season, you'll get centered, then want to flip from one thing to the next towards the end of the season as we get closer to Gemini. Gemini season. You'll take a mood-informed, self-reflective approach to hitting your goals. You'll find yourself being more imaginative with romantic goals and creative goals getting a major boost. It'll be a powerful time to face your fears and then commit to your heart's desires because bull is stubborn and get what gets what it wants. <clears throat> and then the big thing to remember is that you are in control of your life. So the big question of the day who is Hathor? And I got this information about Hathor from CleopatraEgyptTours.com. Again, I'll link that in the description below, but I just want to be transparent that this wasn't my research. I just happened to print a couple of things off so that I could share them with you. So who is Hathor? Hathor is the Egyptian goddess belonging 
<clears throat> to Egyptian culture, who was in charge of providing food and drinks to the dead, as well as welcoming them when they passed to another spiritual world. She was also the goddess of joy, dance, and musical arts. Hathor was one of the primary deities who played several different characters throughout Egyptian mythology. Being the goddess of heaven, the wife of the celestial god Horus, and the solar god Ra, who is linked to sovereignty, Hathor was the mythical mother of their earthly regents and pharaohs. And that's why we're talking about her today, because she was one of the mother goddesses. The name Hathor translates to the house of Horus for her role as a mother and in many cases wife of Horus, which identified her as the queen of Egypt with her name Hathor. Her name can be captured as a hawk inside a square representing the house and that means a divine mother who revives all the obvious. A divine mother who revives all the obvious. So Hathor was among so many goddesses that she admitted the character of the Eye of Ra, who is the female opposite of Ra, and maintained an, an avenging character that protected her from her opposites. In her feminine aspect, Hathor represented the musical arts, dance, joy, love, sexuality, and maternal care, besides being a companion of some male divinities and progenitor of their children. These properties are what helped define the goddess as feminine. Being known as the goddess of music and dance among her ministry was formed by dancers, singers, actors, and acrobats, including in Greek times. All these arts were kept under the domain of the goddess Hathor. She crossed the boundaries between worlds to collaborate with the dead in their transformation of life after death. That is why this that is why in the city of Thebes in Greece she was considered as the goddess of the death zone in her dogma she was in charge of providing food and drinks to the souls that went to the plane of the dead therefore she was called the lady of the west or goddess of the western mountain she was entrusted with receiving the dead in order to enter the beyond according to the dogma and they affirmed to her that when they went to this deity in an adequate manner, their petitions were heard, and the goddess Hathor herself led them over her to the room of the dead, while for others was Hathor cow goddess that suckled the living human beings with her sacred milk, or the wild lioness that lived in the desert with the capacity to exterminate what was alive. So Hathor, the Egyptian cow goddess, that's why we're here, is because she is the cow goddess. We're in the season of Taurus, in the year of the ox. Why not talk about and honor the Egyptian cow goddess? On many occasions, Hathor was personified as a cow, a figure of her maternal and sublime character, although her symbol was usually shown as a woman with a crown of cow horns and a solar disc. Likewise, it could be symbolized as a lioness, which translates as a protective emblem used by the pharaohs. Or, failing that, a sycamore tree, which means a tree with a yellow trunk erect with resistant and durable wood. For this deity, the sacred tree was the sycamore tree, and among so many participants acted 
it acted as the king's nurse, to whom it suckled, offering him divinity. On so many occasions, it was symbolized as a sycamore tree in the forests of Libya. The sycamore tree was blessed together with some milk animals that were among the papyrus during the papyrus gathering time. Celebrations were held in its honor. According to the Egyptian mythology, the goddess Hathor personified the sky, being the cow that possessed the four legs that maintained the firmament while her son Horus, in form of a hawk, entered by his mouth every night to resurface for the mountain. Then Isis would occupy the position of mother of Horus. The goddess Hathor, who also enjoyed being the defender of the drunkards, ruled the celebration of drunkenness, which was celebrated in Dendera, 20 days after the overflowing of the Nile. They also had her as the Lady of Joys, due to her cheerful, festive, and game-related personality, as well as the Lady of the Garlands, related to her spectacular beauty. And then Hathor is the mother of mothers. It is told in mythology that the goddess Hathor, who was the mother of mothers, was the goddess of women, maturity, children, and work. Her enigmatic energy connected with women to offer her help in difficulties such as imagination, work, well-being, magnificence, and questions of the heart. This being so, neither was she venerated by women nor with distinction other than other beings and divine deities. She assumed the two ministers and priestesses. The goddess Hathor was the deity of grandeur and favored works of renewal. She was usually offered with two mirrors because she used to talk about mirrors and special beauty items. It was not held that this concept was frivolous and vain, but rather that it was that it confirmed her exquisiteness and compassion, distinguishing the beautiful and the majestic. So, if you're having difficulties with your imagination or being motivated at work or you're having trouble with your well-being, you might want to look more into Goddess Hathor and see how you can call her energy into your life and help renew your sense of creativity and well-being. It is also reflected in mythology that Hathor was protective of the movement and the relationship with music. And so she also is a protector of festivities and fun. And drunkenness and just letting loose and being free and living your best life. I have a, a bullet point of five Hathor facts from this CleopatraEgyptTours.com. Hathor was considered as the mistress of life. She is a model of the word love, feeling, emotion, fragrance, movement, music, and alcoholic beverages. Hathor associated with perfume of myrrh incense, described as important and great value when speaking of unparalleled characteristics of the female sex, is that perfume of myrrh incense. Hathor was associated with turquoise gems, malachite, gold, and copper, so she was the patron, patron saint of miners and goddess of the Sinai Peninsula, where there are mines named after her. That just gave me a little bit of chills because I live in a mining town. And Hathor was in charge of the burial service to provide food and water for those passing over from living to deceased. 
finally, the reason why I wanted to talk to you because we can't talk about being a goddess and embracing your light side without talking about embracing your shadow side and the destruction and power that a goddess can have. So, Hathor, god of death. Hathor was considered one of the goddesses who create, who collaborated with the souls in the afterlife. Among those deities, there was Amunet, deity of the west who represented necropolis or sarcophagi on the western banks of the Nile and the kingdom of life after death. So it was qualified as a sign of the goddess Hathor. There's also a story and I was really hoping it was on this page and I heard it in that Rosology uh, video and so if you only watch the, the first little chunk, the little introduction where she talks about Hathor, that would be really uh, valuable to you because there's this little anecdote about Hathor where one of the gods went to Hathor because they didn't want to ruin their reputation but they needed to um, teach all the humans a lesson and so Hathor turned into a lion I believe it was and decimated most of the population so that the planet could heal and repair itself and try again with new better humans so that destructive side that don't give a fuck ready to stand up for what you believe inside um is what really called to me about Hathor the fact that she is so fun and so lighthearted and so generous and caring and then she also has this other side of her that is destructive and malicious and will kill anything in its fucking way. I hope you learned something while I stumbled through my notes about Goddess Hathor. Happy Taurus season, happy Mother's Day, and happy Year of the Ox. Until next time, please check out the description box, check out the Goddess Gang Facebook group link because you cannot search for that. You can only find me by following the link because there is so many goddess gangs and I didn't do my research before I found in my Facebook group. But regardless, you can find that in the description box below. Also in the description box is a very special limited time download of Note to Self, which is a book of affirmations that I <clears throat> created in collaboration with affirmations that were given to me by our community on Instagram and so if you're not on on Instagram with me check out at Arian Writes. Um, I am super active and that is really where I built my community first before popping over to any other mediums because I just really like the Instagram platform and so note to self is very valuable you'll find a lot of work in it to do on yourself and you'll also find just little happy notes to self like I am beautiful, I am worthy, I am loved to help you get through your day and to help you adjust your mindset. Well until next time may peace, love, light, and happiness always be with you. Have a happy Mother's Day. Thanks for watching.